Get ready to be part of the Compassionate Revolution, where Loose Team Music Theatre brings you conversations about the future of opera. This podcast is hosted by founder Elena Vio, and together we're opening doors, breaking down barriers, busting myths, and sparking public discussion all in the name of making space for change. Social justice is our compass, and opera is the way forward. Will you join us on our mission to create a more compassionate and inclusive world through opera? Let's make a difference together. Hey, I'm Elena Vio, founder and executive artistic director of Loose Team Music Theatre. I am a creator, director, and producer, and I started Loose Team Music Theatre to have the space to work on experiments and explorations of the intersections of music, theater, design, and technology. This year, we're celebrating our 10th year anniversary, and I burnt out hard. Although Loose Tea has a compassionate work model, that framework tried to serve everyone else except for its leadership. I'm disabled with a brain injury, and I realized that if there was any hope for me to continue working in the opera industry, that Loose Tea needed to restructure to support its leadership. This podcast is a part of the restructuring process to open up conversations that usually occur one-on-one in more private settings and make them available to the public. By opening up these conversations to a wider audience, we hope to spur on conversations within other organizations, person-to-person, artist-to-artist. Maybe we can actually create change. On this podcast, you can expect to hear real conversations about actual issues that artists, administrators, everyone in the industry is feeling. Don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. To give you a taste of what's to come in season one, here are a couple of clips from my conversations with Ian Cusson, Métis and French-Canadian composer of art song, opera, and orchestral works in episode one, and Mark Wilkinson, who is a baritone, teacher, actor, voiceover artist, personal trainer, and community builder in episode two. Let's jump into it. This is the funny thing. I like to read books about the value of sleep because when I take naps, the other struggle I have is that I can feel guilty because, and again, I'm going to come back to the P word, like productivity. It's being non-productive in that moment, but which is like my own like mental discourse that's always going on in my head of not producing and feeling guilty and having a like a spiral with that but i would say like a great book i read recently was called saved by the siesta and it's a neuro french neurosurgeon that that wrote that and it's sort of the value of 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 napping and how it how it like you say resets the brain kind of chemistry in certain ways so that you can you can do things and and then talks about different lengths of nap and the values of those different lengths and I just found it a really encouraging read to, to sort of validate what I'd found in practice to be really beneficial to the creative life. And I'm sure to like uh, more than just the creative life, but that's the life that I know right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the thing is, is that this idea of productivity or feeling guilty, because I've also, you know, I'm now year six of a brain injury and, mm-hmm. you know, that, taking the actual time that my brain needs to function the way that it does now, you know, at first made me feel really anxious 
mm. and really guilty and like, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not producing or I'm not, you know, there's so much to be done, but there's always so much to be done. That's never going to go away. And that taking the time to actually like let your system come down. And there's also the whole thing of like that frenzy is actually like, you know, your sympathetic system is getting, you know, worked up and triggered. Yeah. And to do creative work, like I find like, you have to bring that down. Like it has yes. have to be in, in a safer, you know, like you can't be sitting in, in fight or flight yeah. to do creative work. And I've found every time that I've taken time off, hmm. kind of within two or three weeks, it's usually like post big project or something. I'll know that I'm starting to heal when all of a sudden I'm getting these crazy, like really creative ideas that just start mm. like coming to me. And I'm like, now I'm start like, now I'm starting to be in a place that's, you know, where my system is down and has come down and I'm, I'm starting to heal and starting to, you know, yeah. get back to a healthier place because yeah. then the creative ideas, like without me having to push for them are like coming into me. Yes. If you wanted to, to have my type of interrogation, which is going to be a different support sure. structure, like sure. it's going to be a different support structure, yeah. then great, hire me. But otherwise, like if you're not going to support my, my type of, of art and interrogation and curiosity, then, then don't hire me. And I'm not like I've come to a place now, like I used to be really worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And now I'm just like, well, you know, I, I'm going to make the art that I want to make. Yep. And there is an audience for it. Yep. And there are people who do want to consume it and who want to, you know, walk that kind of, and that's great. And other people are going to get hired for other things. And as you said, it's, a, it's an abundance of, instead of, a restricting of and like a piece of pie that we're supposed to try and fit people into that's not what it is and because of that on that same level i heard you say a moment ago there's going to be an audience for that somewhere yeah or maybe there isn't there wasn't an audience for van gogh's stuff right and sometimes i think we as artists are a little hard on our audiences and what i mean by that is oh, interesting what i mean by that is sometimes we suck. <laughs> but also sometimes we need to suck. Right. <laughs> and sometimes you make a bad movie. Yeah. Sometimes you put on a bad production of an opera. Yeah. And that's also the humble pie huh, that we need to... <laughs> there is pie sometimes and it's humble pie that we also need to eat. It's very easy because you say, you know, I am valid and there is someone out there for my art. But that doesn't mean we get it right all the time. Correct. And, and nor... Should it be exactly. right all the time, though, because we need to be able to fail. And I think because yeah. of, oh, now we're getting my thoughts then go into like the way that funding is structured, yep. the way yep. that, yep. you know, we're able to, you know, quote unquote, make money is that it has to be successful all the time. Exactly. And we're not allowed to fail. And I think as we, you know, people who are creating, who are, you know, quote unquote, an equity seeking groups, but yep. who yep. are not old white men, <laughs> there is more pressure on us to, for it to be perfect every time. Absolutely. And for it to be, you know, at this level all the time mm -hmm. and that it needs to be right and it needs to be perfect. And if it's not, then we fail. Sure. And then it's a failure instead mm -hmm. of a growth opportunity. 100%. Thanks for listening to The Compassionate Revolution, a podcast by Loose Team Music Theatre. 
We hope you found the perspectives explored in this episode thought-provoking and action-inspiring. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't yet, please go to the Apple Podcast to rate and review this podcast so other people can join us too. 